What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sneaky Emu. This is episode number 136. The Sneaky Emu is a place where we're going to discover the wonders of the world, the beauty of God that are ever before us, that sometimes we occasionally overlook and fail to see. Uh, episode 136 that we're going to call, um, let's see, this is what I can do today. <laughs> this, this is what I can do today. It's fairly simple. It's fairly straightforward. Uh, how are you guys doing? I, I've, I've been recently receiving uh, some some feedback uh, from a, a few folks, and it's I'm, I'm very grateful, very appreciative of you. And uh, less feedback and more. I mean, I guess it's feedback. It's just encouragement. So some some of that sort of thing. Um, a gentleman reached out to me recently. He was going through some stuff. Uh, shout out to a guy. Shout out to a guy uh, who's going through some stuff. I appreciate him. Uh, I was just saying he happened to tune into the the good old sneaky emu uh, a couple episodes ago, and that uh, it was it kind of hit him where he needed to be hit, I guess. Uh, so that's that's always that's always a cool thing to hear. And then he was sharing that with uh, a, a few of his uh, close people. So super cool. And if you're some of the new people that. Uh, are listening because of a guy. <laughs> it's also very vague. I apologize. I don't know. And then uh, I had another person uh, text message me about um, the stuff that they were reading because of of what was mentioned on here, and so uh, and how that was affecting them. Like that's really cool. And so thank you guys for that. Uh, shout out, mom. Thanks. Thanks for listening, mom. I, thanks. I, I appreciate it and all you do and all you've ever done. Our mom should really get more credit, let's be honest. Um, so, lots been going on. Lots been going on. I mentioned last week um, uh, on February 23rd, if you are in the immediate Orlando area and you're a listener to the casting of this pod, uh, I'm doing a thing called Ink Blots. It's basically a, um, it's like a one-hour special. <laughs> it's Seth is filming his own special. Because nobody at Netflix cares about what he's doing. Because <laughs> he's not cool enough to be on Netflix. Um, <clears throat> and so I've got uh, a, a few people that are going to uh, be doing some stand-up. And then I give a talk. It's not a sermon. It's not It's not stand-up comedy. But it is, I think, funny. And it is, uh, hopefully has some deeper meaning to it. So that'll be cool. So put that on your calendars, I guess, or, or not, whatever. Uh, it's a good time. So today... Uh, episode 136, uh, this is what I can do today. I was uh, struck with a particular profoundness at this phrase. Now, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, <clears throat> something like that, my wife and I went for, we went for a little run. We went for a trail run. Uh, she and I have signed up for a trail race. It's called the Forgotten Florida. Uh, don't look it up because it's sold out. Uh, so if you were planning or thinking about doing it, I'm sorry, uh, you should have signed up sooner. Anyways, it's a it's a trail race in Christmas in uh, Christmas, Florida, and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's like you're running through Jurassic Park. Uh, that's, I think, the weekend. It's in February, the weekend before uh, the, the thing, Inkblot's thing. So uh, I got some training to do. My wife is doing the 15-mile trail race. I bumped it up a little bit this year. Uh, I'm, I'm attempting the 50-mile trail race. 
So that'll be a good time. So I've got to start putting in some miles in and getting on the trails and getting sore and all, all the good things. So that, that, that's exciting. So <clears throat> my wife and I were taking a, taking a run on Friday because that's uh, fortunately uh, with our schedules, we often find ourselves both having a day off on Friday. So we like to go do stuff together while the kids are in school. It's awesome. We finally get like a day where we can just do whatever. So we went trail. We went to the trails, did some running, and um, you know it's a it's a pretty good run, all things considered. Uh, and typically, uh, when we go together, I, I let her lead the way. Uh, there's two reasons for this. One is because a lot of times she starts off a bit faster than I do, and then two. Well, three reasons. Two, I enjoy the view <laughs> uh, from running behind her. It's it's really like it's dangling the carrot, right? It's anyways. Uh, and then three is uh, it helps she gets to clear all the cobwebs as we go running to the trails. <laughs> it's really not it's not a good situation for her. Is the is the problem? I should we should work on that. Uh, so, anyways. We go, we do our thing, we run, I don't know, I think we were doing eight miles that day, and so we run four miles into the woods and four miles out, and uh, on, the way, on the way back, uh, I, was, I was creeping up on her. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds odd. I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't being creep. whatever, you get it. Uh, so I was, I was staying really close to her, just that's where I was at, and, and she's, been, she's been battling some <clears throat> some ankle injuries, uh, weird stuff happening. Uh, she had some uh, a hip thing. I don't know. There's always there's always a little something that she's kind of working, dealing with as she's running, which is incredible because uh, if I uh, had the similar pains, I don't think I would be motivated or care enough to try to go running. Cause, but she's super tough, so it's cool. So, um, so we're like within the last mile or so from uh from finishing our run and i'm i'm up on her shoulder because it's wide enough the path is wide enough at that spot that we can run kind of side by side and she goes um she had said to me uh will you just go ahead you know like if you're gonna if you're gonna push at the end just go ahead i'm like no no it's fine we'll just go at this pace um it's a good pace i'm feeling good you know why why risk or anything um so we go a little bit further and then I'm like still like right on her side. And then finally she goes, okay, so this is the thing. Okay, so listen, if, you're, if you've lost focus or if you're doing something else, this is the line she said that, um, that I was like struck by, right? She says, as we're running, a mile or so left, me on her tail, on her side, she said, this is what I can do today, right? And so to me, I was like, wow, it was, it was a, uh, it was a very profound statement to me in that moment because it was beyond, uh, it wasn't just about, in my mind, it was bigger than the running. It, this is what I can do today. And, and now <clears throat> what you have to understand is my wife is a very, uh, she's a, a very, uh, go type of person. <laughs> she's always got a lot of things that she's up to, a lot of things she's doing, a lot of things on the calendar. And she's working on, um, on, on, uh, trying to find a little bit more margin in, in, in her life and her schedule. And that's awesome. I'm super proud of her. Um, and 
when it comes to things like running or anything slightly competitive, she is hyper competitive. And I'm not talking trash about her here. Uh, she knows this. She would joke about this. Uh, we've had this conversation a lot. I'm assuming uh, she's okay with this conversation. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, and so in, in a situation like that, if if I take off, if I go, okay, I, I'm going to run a little bit faster and leave you back here, it, she won't stay back there. She will push herself uh, to the point of hurting or injuring herself more for the sake of competing and trying to keep up and prove a point and all the things. Uh, so when she said, this is what I can do today, one, it was, it was a huge uh, kind of step for her. But two, as she said it, I was like, oh, that's actually very, that's very profound. Think about all the, all the, all the times, like that would be a great thing for us to keep in mind as we go through this life. Yeah, this is what I can do today. This is what I can do today. Um, when we look at our lives, when we look at everything that we're up to, I think many of us struggle with or wrestle with uh, maybe doing too much or trying to keep up or we're living with this sense of uh, other people's expectations. I think we talked about this the other, the other week about um, perspective, uh, perception management, where so much of what we're doing is attempting to control or shape other people's perspective of ourselves. So as, as, a, as a person, as a parent, as a spouse, as a partner, whatever, uh, we have these various levels of ex expectation that either uh, society places on us or that we place on ourselves based on society or whatever. And so, um, you know, like uh, with my wife as a mom, uh, she has a, you know, a career, she, uh, a, a great job that she has, a, a pediatric flight nurse, emergency pediatric, what is it? Emergency pediatric flight RN transport something. So basically, she's like this really cool person that gets to wear a flight suit and fly in helicopters and ride in ambulances and pick up kids that are sick and in trouble or whatever and then get them to, you know, take care of them and get them to the hospital and make sure they're okay. Uh, she's, she's way cooler than I am. I say, that, I say that all the time. She's way, way, way cooler than I am. Uh, but uh, so as a, as a mom, as a wife, as a woman, she is, has all these things that she's either trying to live up to or trying to accomplish or trying to, all the things that she takes on her plate. And so it's very easy, I think this is for any of us, uh, to find ourselves living at the hands of the expectations of others. And so we will often go out of our way to produce or to manage that perception or to um, make sure all these things happen at the expense of our own health, our own uh, safety sometimes, our own sense of centeredness. We will, we will put ourselves uh, into the hands of the expectations and try to live up to these certain things rather than, you know, either going at our own pace or being willing to subvert the norm or push back against what is the expectation. Um, and, and I think we're all, we all have a form of this, don't we? We all have a form of this. I, I find this when it comes to, you know, being a dad, same thing, being a husband, being at the job, like 
you want to perform, you want to be able to, to, it's, it's, uh, some, uh, a lot of it's pride and ego, obviously we want people to think well of us. We want to do the right thing, all the things. And so for us to intentionally take a step back, um, I think is a very, it's a very healthy, it's a very wise, it's a very spiritually grounded sort of thing to do. Um, there's a passage in Matthew, and this is a probably a fairly familiar one. I'm sure we've used it a couple different times, but I want to use it uh, from, come at it from a slightly different perspective and a different angle. Okay, so this is Jesus. It's, it's just after the Beatitudes. He's given the Sermon on the Mount. And it's, uh, it's the whole section about do not worry. You're, again, most of you are probably familiar with this. I'll, I'll read it just for fun anyways. Uh, here's what it says. Do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not. <clears throat> oh, therefore, I tell you, clear your throat. <clears throat> Take two. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more, much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, he will, not, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans runs after these things, and your heavenly Father knows you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Now, obviously, the, the, the primary thrust and how we normally talk about this is, this is exactly what it says. Like, we get so caught up in worrying about all these things, these circumstantial things in our lives that, like, uh, that we miss out on the thing that's in front of us. And, and Jesus is saying here, like, I don't, I don't know why you get obsessed with these things. Like, take a load off your mind. It's just don't, don't worry, which, by the way, just as a side note, I do find <clears throat> find it interesting when people seem to have a very black and white understanding of the Bible or a very literal understanding of the Bible or a very uh, handbook manual driven sort of mindset. Like, this is what it says. This is what I do. I've, I've heard people say things like, um, like, I just do, I read, what I what is it? Just do what the Bible says. <laughs> like, um, it's funny to me that uh, when we make the Bible this prescriptive rule book sort of thing, something like this isn't really a part of it. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's like um, we have this, uh, this idea of here's the list of the major sins that we want to try to avoid. <laughs> uh, but then something like this kind of gets overlooked because most of us, deal a great deal with worry. And so we're like, oh, well, it says, you know, you know, don't murder. It says, you know, uh, don't commit adultery. It says, don't lie, cheat, steal, all, all the things. But we're never like super focused on don't worry. We're also, um, it, when you talk about like uh, the, these 
prohibitions and lists of things. Like, how come we, we never hear sermons about like uh, gluttony <laughs> in America <laughs> or overeating, that sort of thing? How come we don't hear uh, sermons about uh, worrying too? I mean, I guess we do hear those a little bit, but it's it's like, oh yeah, that's a nice thing to keep in mind. But I'm not sure how much, how deep we actually go with this, how much we actually practice this. Like, what if we took this passage as serious as people took other passages about some form of sin? Isn't this like, anyways, that's a side note. So normally we use this to talk about worry, obviously. But I think um, in light of our conversation for today and and this statement from my wife, I, I think we can come at it from a completely different perspective, which is to say... <clears throat> When we talk about life and what we're going through, when we talk about uh, how it is we're going to deal excuse me, <clears throat> with the problems in front of us, um, when we talk about pressures and expectations of culture and society, uh, all these things, <clears throat> it's interesting to me here that this teaching of Jesus is basically about being in the present. Yeah. Don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Um, If you have been going through something, if you've been dealing with some sort of difficulty, if you've had some sort of pain, hardship, whatever, um, sometimes I think we can often feel, we can feel a bit down on ourselves because um, maybe we don't feel like we're where we should be. Uh, there, there's a lady that I know that uh, widowed a year, two years ago, something like that. And she was a person who was a fairly active person uh, up to a lot of things. <clears throat> but then after the loss of her husband, really struggled with, uh, you know, just like normal routine, but also like doing all the things. And it was almost like there was a bit of guilt that was setting in at her understanding of where she was at. Do like, she, how come I'm not doing the things that I used to do? How come I'm not doing more? How come I don't, I'm not up to it, whatever. Well, first of all, right. Don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow. Worry about itself. So be in the moment you're at, be present and realize that there's going to be ebbs and flows in this life. There's going to be ups and downs. And so sometimes you're going to be running the race and you're going to have the extra gas in the tank and you're going to be able to push towards the end. <clears throat> and sometimes it's not going to be there. And so the wisdom <clears throat> of this or the the beauty of this, <clears throat> excuse me, good gracious, the wisdom of this, the beauty of this is is knowing the self well enough to go, yeah, 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 this is where I'm at today. This, this is what I can do today. This is what I got today. And even though you may feel the, the pressure or the desire to do more, even though you may feel um, the, the, the expectations on you like that, that require more of you, there is something quite profound about coming to the place of understanding this is where you're at. Now, it doesn't mean you don't keep moving forward. You know, my wife kept running. She finished the run. That's fine. That's great. She did an awesome job. It doesn't mean you stop. It doesn't mean you quit. It doesn't mean you give up. It doesn't mean you don't deal with the hard things. It means you come to a place of understanding that you, in fact, do 
have some parameters that you're placing around yourself in various aspects of your life. We ultimately, we determine our life. We determine the course, we determine the path, we determine the pace of our lives. Yes, there's a lot of external factors that come into play here, but I think we often forget that we as individuals do in fact have a large sense of agency, right? We can make these decisions um, and we are the ones that can choose uh, we choose how we will run the race, how we will how we will take the trail on. And so sometimes, yes, it's going to be a lot and we're going to push ourselves. And sometimes we need to go, no, oh, this is where I'm at today. This is what I can do today. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to do this one or two things. And that's about it. I have these days uh, a good bit, actually, where it's like I know there's this long list of tasks that I need to get done. There's this long list of things that maybe people are expecting um, and sometimes I just don't have it. I don't have the energy. I don't have the care. I don't have the whatever. And so I, I am quicker maybe, uh, to go, this is what I can do today. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, when you can come to that place, one, when you're truly not, when you live in the premise of not worrying, when, when, when you're not carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, when you're able to let some of that go, when you're not is worried about other people's expectations, um, it does give you this bit of freedom to accept where you're at. That's a difficult thing, though, isn't it? Many of us, we struggle to accept where we're at. Um, there's sometimes, so I, I do, I talk about this a lot, but in the mornings I try to do uh, some writing on something, right? A book, an idea, something, whatever. Um, some days I get up and I get into it and I write and I, you know, I, I get a couple paragraphs or a couple pages out and I'm like feeling really great about it. And some days <laughs> I get a sentence and uh, from an outside perspective, that could seem kind of like a waste. It could seem like you didn't do enough. I didn't produce. But I've come to the place of going, of being able to go, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's just where I was at. That's what I did today. That's what I, that's, that's what I could muster today, you know, and, and because it's that kind of day, uh, I'm going to celebrate the fact that, that I still showed up and that <clears throat> I, I maintained my routine a bit here <clears throat> and that I had the discipline to sit down and begin the writing process. And so even though I didn't produce a lot, that's, that's, that's what I could do today. And, and part of the thing with this is when you begin to understand this teaching of Jesus, not worrying about tomorrow, everything's, everything's taken care of. If we truly believe and understand that everything's taken care of, uh, then I really don't have to put myself or my well-being at risk for the sake of getting more stuff done, do I? I don't have to put myself or my well-being at risk for the sake of proving or earning or whatever. Or, you know, allowing myself to be caught up in, in all the things that typically weigh on me or th that I might find myself worrying about. If I truly understand that and believe that God has got this all covered, then I don't really need to worry about tomorrow, which means, again, that I'm allowed to be present in the moment that I'm at, which means whether I produce or don't produce, it's, it's really okay either way. So it allows me to go, no, this is, this is where I'm at today. This is what I can do. 
it's it's owning and acknowledging where I'm at for the sake of um for the sake of calm for the sake of peace you know uh when I think about various people who I know who have recently been through a lot of stuff uh I do hear a lot of that that bit of guilt sometimes shame sometimes uh like I was mentioning about the lady uh a lot of guilt and shame towards where they think they should be um how they think they should be dealing with things um what people's expectations are of them for like moving on with life you know this lady she's it's been a year to uh two years now uh and she still carries a lot of that with her uh, which i get i don't i i can't fully i can empathize i haven't walked in those shoes yet and hopefully don't have to um i can understand it but i haven't i can't understand it personally uh, i can only understand it from how i think i would respond anyways um and so i feel like sometimes she carries a bit of guilt and shame for uh maybe not being further along in the journey towards healing which to me is ridiculous it's silly right and so on the days where she might be struggling with that for whatever reason you know that's why i just want to say or say to her like no 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 do do what you can do today you you don't have to carry all the extra pressure when it comes to my kids uh i want my kids to be able to to understand this to hear this uh which means I also have to be patient with them enough to allow them to be where they're at. Um, I don't want them to live under the shadow or the pressure of some perceived expectation of their parents. And I think we all kind of do that as well, don't we? Uh, when it comes to uh, parental type people in our lives or authoritative figures in our life, uh, there's this desire to, to uh, perform, uh, to produce, to live up to their expectations and if we're not careful that can be that be that can become quite burdensome and so i i think to come to the place of this is what i can do today can be quite healthy uh it can be quite freeing it can be quite uh uh expansive to how we will in fact live because it takes it takes me out of production mode and and it's really it's really the result of tuning in a little bit better, isn't it? Um, and I think this is where, where the deeper sense of freedom is, is that I am, I am not allowing the external to be the controlling, guiding, or determining factor in my life. Now, we, obviously, we always have some things that, that, are, that are kind of guiding us, that we have timelines and deadlines and all that kind of I I understand that. But I'm talking about uh, our spiritual journeys, our relationship journeys, uh, our personal goals, the things we want to achieve in this life, where we're at. Um, spiritual journeys is a big one. Um, you know, because of what I do, I talk to a lot of different people about a lot of different, you know, where they're at on their spiritual journey. And I hear from time to time just that exact sentiment and thought, you know, like, um, I, I wish I was farther along in this journey. Uh, how come I'm not where, you know, where I want to be? Um, yeah, again, I feel like, I feel like we would all do well 
to give ourselves a bit of a break, to cut ourselves a little bit of slack. For some reason, it seems to be that uh, so many of us think that the goal is some sort of weird perfection. Um, you know, maybe some of that has to do with uh, like our sense of mortality, that we know that this life is short and we're trying to, you know, cram in as much as we can or trying to leave legacy. And it's there's this subconscious uh, desire to leave something behind that allows us to live on, right? It's this desire for um, this kind of eternal life sort of thing in, in, in this place where I've created something, I've done something that's lasting that people will remember. It's uh, so that I don't, uh, so that I don't disappear from history. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a significant sort of thing, which also ties to ego. Cause if we truly die to the self and die to the ego, then whether there's ever one ounce of us ever remembered in the uh, history books, right. And of, of the world, um, it shouldn't matter. Right. But that's a weird thought. Cause then you're, you're dealing with a lot of other issues. And so, um, I just feel like if we could truly come to the place of understanding that one, our purpose, our sense of identity, th these are not, these are not ultimately determined by what we produced or what we do. And so maybe we, we, sh we would do well to come out from some of that pressure to come out from these feelings of, I have to produce what's, what's the saying? Like you're a human being, not a human doing. Yeah. When, when you come to see that you are not a human doing, it allows you to see that it's okay uh, to, to have those moments of this is what I can do. Um, it, there's, the, there's this ebb and flow to it. The, uh, Solomon talks in Ecclesiastes about how there's a time and season for everything. And I think we've, we live in a culture <clears throat> that doesn't have an allowance for um, a lack of production that doesn't have allowance for I'm having a bad day. And so I think if we could, if we could come to that place of one, giving ourselves a little bit of grace and mercy uh, as we go through this life, I think it would also help us to give each other a little bit of grace and mercy. Um, if, if you were in a place uh, where maybe, maybe you've gone through some struggles, maybe you've gone through something you're dealing with. And you, if you were able to come to that place of saying, no, this is what I can do today. This is what I can do today. Um, and you had somebody who was with you who also had that similar understanding, wouldn't it be like kind of a refreshing place to be? If, if my wife says, hey, this is what I can do today, and I go, well, that's stupid, run harder, we have to finish this quicker, we have to do this better because we have to, what, tr get become better runners so that we can win this race that nobody really cares about and what get a medal and a t-shirt you're probably going to get those anyways because <laughs> that's how it works all right so if she said that and i and i berated her for not trying harder that's not going to put her in a good space but if we're running and she says hey this is what i can do today and i go okay i i hear you i get it i see you we're just going to stay at this pace and i joined her in the pace that she was at <clears throat> then all of a sudden she has hopefully felt loved she's felt supported and and i have helped to alleviate the pressure that either she or whatever is or myself is putting on her 
to allow her to enjoy the moment that's actually in front of her, to be okay with where she's at, to understand that uh, today I have these, these limitations, today I have these boundaries that for whatever reason I can't get to where I want to get, and guess what? That's okay. That's okay. Maybe we all need to give ourselves a little bit more of a break to give ourselves a little bit of grace, to give ourselves a little bit of mercy, to give ourselves a little bit of love. You know, the, uh, when Jesus is asked, what's the greatest commandment? He says, love God. And then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. The, the biggest component to that I think we miss out on is as yourself. If we are not able to first uh, be content with ourselves, to love ourselves deeply, to show grace and mercy and forgiveness to ourselves, <clears throat> how is it possible for us to, to put that on display towards others? I mean, it's not impossible. You see people do this all the time, actually. People who are able to, to show kindness to others, but then internally uh, don't like what they see with, uh, when they look in the mirror. But I think if we're truly going to um, love people deeply, accept people deeply, uh, be open to a more unified sense of our humanity, I think we would do well to start with the self. To cut yourself some slack, to love yourself, to treat yourself, to treat yourself. Yeah, this is what I can do today. And that's okay. I'm going to do what I can do. I'll move forward. It's like, what's the thing? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Yeah, just one bite. And guess what? No matter what you're going through or how difficult it may be or how exhausted you may be, if you just do what you can do on each particular given day, um, you'll, you'll still get through it. You'll still get through it. You'll still keep moving forward. You'll still, you'll still keep eating the elephant. This is what I can do today, one bite at a time. I'm still moving forward, uh, but I'm doing so <clears throat> in a way that I am no longer a slave to the expectation of others. I'm doing so in a way that now allows me to be free, to, fo to follow the ebbs and flows of life, to, to ride the waves as they come in, to take the mountains and valleys, like in stride. Yeah. Wherever you're at, it's not the end. No matter how good or bad today may be, it's not the end. Tomorrow could be better. Tomorrow could be worse. Okay. Yeah. We roll with it. This is what I can do today. All right. Today I'm going to produce and create. Tomorrow I may take a break and sit on the porch and drink some sweet tea. Okay. This is what I can do today. Yeah. Give yourself a break. Cut yourself some slack. Enjoy the moment you're in. This is what I can do today. Take that with you. Hold on to that. Write it down. Get a tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. All right. We're going to call that a day. Episode 136. This is what I can do today. We did a little bit of rambling. We did a little meandering, but I think we got there. I think we got there. That's part of the journey. Part of the fun, right? Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Thanks. Appreciate your support. All right. You know what? And ultimately, if you don't like it, this is what I could do today. <laughs> maybe tomorrow will be better or maybe it will be worse. Who knows? But today, this is what I could do. All right. I'm sending you all the love in your general direction. God bless. And we'll talk to you later. We're here to unlearn teachings of the church time.